with your palate cruisers. Show me what you got. What is up, everyone? Welcome to a brand new episode of Audio Knots, your pop culture palate cleanser. I am Eric Old Boy online with the infamous Mr. Ren. What's going on, my man? What is up, man? It's been a hot minute. Our we've, bad. <laughs> we've been busy doing so many things, uh, all sorts of stuff. What have you been up to? What are the things that have kept you away from this marvelous podcast? Well, I've been doing a lot of designing, a lot of t-shirt stuff, uh, craft stuff. But then uh, last week, the reason why we, I couldn't do the podcast was because I had my car in the shop. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Car car troubles. It wasn't even a trouble, right? You were just like making sure everything was up to date. Yeah, it was more like a maintenance thing, like oil change, uh, cabinet, stuff like that. So That's cool. Have you been doing anything fun other than getting your car maintained? Yeah, um, over the weekend, we actually went out with my sisters to uh, get to a beach house for the weekend. Nice. Yeah. So we spent the weekend at the beach. Uh, it was pretty cool. They like a really cool photo shoot because it was her birthday weekend. Yeah. How was the weather? The weather was perfect. I mean, really, really sunny. It wasn't like super cold. I think it was in the 80s. That's awesome. I mean, you can't yeah. ask for better weather than that in Oregon, yeah. mid-September. Yeah, it's perfect. And we had a, a great time at the beach. Uh, our house was like a five-minute drive from it, so it was perfect. Nice. That's awesome. Got a lot. I got a lot of cool drone shots too. So it's pretty oh, cool. Oh, working yeah. that drone. I saw one of them you posted. It looked straight like cinematic. It was really good. Yeah. I had my sister uh, ride her bike. And as I was like following her, uh, I went up and saw like the back of her, what's going on. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize that there was like a, you could see the ocean on that side. I'm, oh, shit. This is pretty cool. That's cool. I haven't seen that one. It must have turned out good though. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, what else? Anything else? More, mostly just designing. Uh, we've been doing a lot of designing, actually. Yeah, we've had a lot of designs lately. Um, I actually have one that came today that oh. uh, a buddy of mine asked if I could do a website for like a gym. Ooh. I had oh. a, I had a decline. Why? Because, why? because of all the jobs we have, and I, um, I'm too busy. I can't. And I think I'm trying to stay away from uh, web designing because it's too, it gets too complicated. It is very time consuming for sure. Yeah, I got a, another uh, job for us today too. I have to call back and dial it in. Oh man, look at us. Yeah. Big time so now. We're killing it. Everybody's in it. I think that uh, people's businesses are starting to kick back into gear and things are trying, yeah. to, you know, people are trying to get stuff done. So there's lots of opportunity for those who want to uh, start something new. Yeah, I've been super into uh, my apparel business again. So I've been yeah. making a lot of like uh, heat press t-shirts and, and stuff like that. So it's been a... Yeah, you not... showed off one last time. You should yeah. make some TikToks showing how it's done, like some like how it's done type videos. Oh, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been doing shirts. I've been doing stickers. Uh, nice. I'll, I'll share it on the socials to the, yeah, the net. Share it. Yeah, so people can find it and watch it. What kind of views do you get on your TikTok? Is it... In the hundreds, the thousands, the hundred thousands. It's in the tens and tens of twenties. Tens and twenties of people. Let's go. We got to start yeah. somewhere. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, did you ever start the audio nuts TikTok? Still, I, I made it. You know, what? I should put my, so I made over the weekend, 
I made my very first ever TikTok and it was strictly to mess with my mom. So on TikTok, for those who really know their TikTok, there's a filter that you can hold up the phone to like a photograph and it makes the photograph come to life. It starts like blinking and smiling and it's real weird. It's like and, uh, like the those pictures from Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I realized, I'm like, I wonder if this will work on like action figures. And it does, at least if they have like real human faces. So I took a action figure that had like a real human face and I started videoing it and, and she was, the, was a, a female I forget what her name is, but the female bot from the old Austin Power movies, a fembot, I think is what they called them. Yeah. The one that shoots out. Yeah, with her, she got the booby guns. And so uh, I wanted to see if I could make her come alive. I still have it hanging on the wall. And so I filmed it and totally worked. And so I took that video and I uploaded it to TikTok, but mostly I just wanted it to mess with my mom. So I sent it to my mom and I'm like, hey, can uh, items be haunted? Can like an object be haunted? She's like, yeah, it absolutely can. Why? What's haunted? And I said, well, I have this action figure that I found. You know, I hadn't seen it in like 20 years, and we're going to hang it in the wall of the Audio Not studio. I go, but I think it's haunted. Well, you should take it and put it in a Ziploc bag full of black salt or some, some weird like anti-haunting trick. I don't know. And so I'm like, oh, I go, hold on. I'll send you a video, and you could tell me if, if something looks weird. And so I used that filter to make it look like it was blinking and smiling. It's creepy as all get out. And I yeah, sent it to where I go. I saw it too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, does it look like she's blinking and smiling? And she's like, oh my gosh, that's so scary. You got to get rid of that thing. Don't, don't do anything with it. Throw it away. And I'm like, you know what? We're coming over. I'm going to bring it to your house so you can look at it in person. And she's like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> do not bring that to my house. <laughs> and so then. There's some time passed and I uh, text her back and I'm like, no worries. I go, I won't be bringing it. I've lost it. And she comes back. She goes, what do you, what do you mean you lost it? I go, I opened it up to get a closer look at it and it's gone now. I walked away. Now it's gone. <laughs> like I was insinuating as if it was like full Chucky, and like got up and like left the room. And she's like, you've got to be messing with me. That can't be. And she was like, so like bought into it. So it was pretty funny when I went over to her house and showed her that it was in fact, just a TikTok filter. It'd be funny if like, the next step was like you bring over the empty box and like you somehow <laughs> put the toy in her house. What are you just, just hide it in her house somewhere. Just terrify her. The only downside of that would mean I'd have to open my mint in package. Yeah. You know, Fimbot. And I'm not doing that. So but it was a it was a pretty good prank. So that was my first uh foray into TikTok. But now that I kind of understand a little bit better how it works and things like that, I'll be doing some more. I'm still going to, like we said last episode, start with maybe some easy stuff where I kind of show off the bits of the room. In fact, I have right next to me just off screen, a new toy. Like last time Ooh. I introduced a new toy. And so for everybody that watches on the YouTubes, uh, here's a, a, the newest toy that we've got for the nerd gym. What? <laughs> so it's uh it's uh one of these dragon ball guys the kids call him goku and so oh no did my lights go oh i see i, I changed the so yeah I, we got a strip goku action figure and this is another uh solid find this was 7.99 uh at target and i told you last time about how we like that weird little nerd section in the back of the target yeah and uh, yeah, we picked up a Goku and he's been hanging on the wall. It's funny how you talked about Goku like so shallant, you know, 
yeah. not realizing how big of a name that is. I know. Well, Goku you know, is anime. Kid Kid Danger was stoked. So it was mostly for him because I don't watch a lot of anime. And so I had it. I enjoyed the whole time, like mispronouncing his name and saying, man, this go to is pretty cool. I really like Gokok. He's amazing. And then he gave me this whole lecture about how they're all named after vegetables and something about Vegetas and vaginas. And I don't know. But he gave me like a whole like uh, lesson on uh, Dragon Ball. So I, I know more than I nice. did earlier. Nice. Yeah, I think for me, my number one anime is uh, Dragon Ball. Yeah. Not Dragon yeah. Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super or GT. It's just Dragon Ball, the very first um, few seasons. Yeah, this one says Dragon Ball Z Super. Is that a thing? Is that what this is? Dragon Ball. Oh, it's Super. Yeah. It is Super. Okay. So, yeah. Super is but basically the newest one. I'm not like a huge anime guy, but the figure is cool. I really liked it. It looks good on the wall. So, it was. One more thing to hang. My wife probably hates me because every time she comes home, we <laughs> we have new toys hanging on the wall. It's like, are we? Are you sure you want to go to Target? <laughs> I know she's gonna like never let me go to Target anymore because yeah. I find such amazing, awesome toys there. It's cool. Oh, I got you the the uh, the other toy too for your, for your B day. Oh yeah, you know what? I can reach that. Watch this. Oh nice, like magic. It's like magic. <laughs> And just like that, that's how close on the wall this was. So Ren, Ooh. for my birthday, I just recently had a birthday. And uh, Ren got me this one, which, as you can see, is Polka Dot Man from uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. And it came with uh, King Shark's head, which is super dope. See, it's a so, twofer. Yeah, it is a twofer. In fact, I saw they had these. They have these guys at the uh, Target. They had them in that nerd section, and nice. I was gonna—I I almost got one, but I didn't. They had John Cena, and I almost bought John Cena because he comes with the lay or no, the arms. Yeah, you, you buy them for uh, King Shark. You don't buy them for the toy. <laughs> well, I actually—I'm glad you picked Polka Dot Man because he's super dope. He's actually one of my my faves from the movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's my one thing I like to do. I like to gift uh, people that I, I know toys because usually when I do that, their spouse or their partner or their whoever hates it. Like, you're a grown-ass man, and why are you still getting toys, you know? At this point, I'm pretty sure that Mrs. Oldboy is well aware that I like all this dorky stuff, and she doesn't fight me on it. She yeah. she she gets it, and she likes it, but I think people should know that Rin is like the best gift giver. I always struggle because I overthink it to the point where I don't know what to do to where I almost freeze up and can't buy a gift, but like every gift you give is always a good one. Yeah. Except those Thor movies, just kidding. Those are the best ones. <laughs> but you did that on purpose just to mess with me. For a while there, he kept buying me the the Thor 1 and 2 movies. <laughs> but to be fair, I gave you a, a gift on top of that, and that was just a frosting. Yeah, it was it was more of a gag gift. You know, I forgot, we talked about last time, about how I have this mysterious DVD Blu-ray box in the garage, and I forgot to oh, dig through yeah, it. Yeah. There, there might be Thor movies in there. I got to remember, I need to like write a note. Look in the garage. We should do like a exclusively for our Patreons. Give me uh, like an old stuff box opening. Yeah. <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? Crappy DVDs. <laughs> That'd be funny. Super funny. Well, I'm ready. Ready to start the show officially? Oh, yeah. Let's go.
Let's go. So let's start with the healthy stream. Okay. So uh, we like to start with Disney Plus because Disney Plus always has something, something going on. And what they have going on right now is what if. Um, what if it's been cranking along and I've been enjoying it. Uh, the last episode, it's kind of funny as I feel like every time they have an episode, I come on here and say that was my favorite one yet. But we did miss uh, talking about the Doctor Strange episode, and that was not my favorite one. But the zombie episode was what did you think? Are you all caught up? Um, to be completely honest, I haven't watched that <laughs> either one. Watched, I haven't watched since. Um the avengers one where they all died by uh ant-man oh okay so i think this is the only two that's come out spoiled. since then. <laughs> yeah i know you've been spoiled oh, so i think i'm missing two i think you're down to okay. uh actually i think a new one just came out yesterday and i haven't seen it so i'm missing the most latest one right wait it's what today. is today today's it's wednesday, wednesday. Came out today. today yeah that's right so there is uh, actually three that you haven't seen and one that i haven't seen so i haven't seen the very latest one so um yeah, in my opinion, I'll be excited to hear your opinion because you've been uh, so far pretty meh on the whole series. Yeah, I was meh on the first episode, but I felt a lot better about uh, the you know the, the following episodes. Like I liked that Ant Man one; I thought it was cool. Uh, I thought Doctor Strange. A lot of people raved about that particular episode on the on the Twitters, but I was kind of bored with it. I think I just, in general, I'm a little bit bored with Doctor Strange as a character. Um, so I'm really hoping multiverse of madness changes my opinion there, but, um, the zombie one, cause you know, I'm kind of biased. I'll watch anything with zombies. In fact, yeah. I have on my notes to watch some movie. I just noticed on Hulu called Zomboat, and I will, <laughs> I will watch it. I guarantee it. I guarantee it's bad, but I'll watch it. I feel like I've seen that one. Is that like you, a British one? I have no idea. I literally uh, jumped on my Hulu to finish watching Why the Last Man, and they advertise, you know, like movies you'll like. It's got that bar, oh, and yeah. the very first movie that they know I'll like because they've I watched my fair share of zombie stuff is Zomboat, the movie. <laughs> I'm still waiting for like zombies. Yeah, I, I, how have they missed that? That'd be an amazing cartoon. We should just start like our own comic and call it Zombies. Yeah, zombie bees, dude. Dude. Yeah, and they come and they sting you and turn you into a zombie or something. And then you're afraid to kill them because you're going to ruin the earth. <laughs> it's way worse than murder hornets. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. this is amazing. We've just written the whole thing right here. But uh, yeah, so uh, I'm curious to hear your opinions. Doctor Strange, a little bit boring. Uh, zombie uh, Marvel loved it. And without giving anything away, I'm a big fan of when the good guys don't win and they leave it up, and, up in the air enough at the end of this episode that in my mind, the good guys don't win. And I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's why my favorite movie is Infinity War. Yeah, I think it's because we see the good guys win so often. It's kind of nice to see them actually, you know, have some resistance. Yeah. Um, also in the Doctor Strange world, since we're talking Doctor Strange, uh, do you see, this is pretty cool news, actually, that Doctor Strange in the multiverse of Menace is set to feature Professor X and Captain Carter? Yeah, I, I saw that. I'm so I'm super curious. I mean, Captain Carter and uh, you know you know who she is. Sure. I'm super curious who what they're gonna do with uh, Professor X. Yeah. Have you heard any new rumors about which which way they're going, young or old? No. I all I know is what you just said. Yeah. I'm hoping that we get. I love Patrick Stewart. Don't get me wrong. I'm a huge Patrick Stewart fan, 
but I, I think for the longevity of it, if they're going to bring back one of the actors and not cast someone brand new, um, I'm rooting for the younger Professor X. McAvoy? James, James McAvoy? Yeah. That yeah, guy. final answer. He's a good actor. I dig him. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that'll be good. Well, that's the thing. They did a really good job casting that part, both young and old. And honestly, to be fair... I did not when I heard because I knew who James McAvoy was from some other stuff before he was cast as Professor X. And I genuinely didn't think that he was going to be a good Professor X. And it turned out he was really great. So good on him. It's kind of like when you uh, you saw that. Uh, what's that? What's that guy from? Um, from the zombie movie. With Emma Stone. What's the guy name? from the. Oh, Woody Harrelson. No, the other oh, do you, Jesse Eisenberg? Yeah, like when he, when he got cast as, you know, uh, Lex Luthor, like, oh, what? Yeah. And then you want, it, you want him to be like James McAvoy, like, to impress you. Right. And you watch it like, yeah, we, we, we knew this much, you know? <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't fit the part. So he was yeah. the opposite of yeah. James McAvoy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's kind of weird when guys, like, as, a, as a bald man, so no one knows, especially even the YouTube people, I always wear a hat because I don't have a lot of hair. I shave it all the way down to like the same as my beard here because it's, it's, it's all fallen out over time, unfortunately, you know. Uh, as a real bald man, nothing pisses me off more than when guys with good hair shave their heads bald. I'm like, bro, you've got the hair. Why have you done that? Dude, they're like hair appropriating you, man. I know. And I'm upset. I'm going to take action. Yeah. I think that I'm going to have to start a group and, you know, bitch about it on the Internet. Only bald guys can play bald guys in movies. OK, <laughs> yeah, I can get behind that. I'm going to start that <laughs> cause. I think that's a yeah. good cause to make a shirt. Also on Star, I almost said also on Star Wars. Spoiler alert, I'm about to talk about Star Wars. Also on Disney, Star Wars Legos. You know, they've been doing those little Lego featurettes. Uh, they're getting ready to give us a Halloween one called Terrifying oh. Tales, and it comes out October 1st. And it's definitely aimed for the kiddies, but I'll watch anything Star Wars. And it looks kind of silly. Um, who Did you see the trailer for this? I did, yes. Who is that main? Is that supposed to be what's his face? That's Poe, right? The it's Poe, right? With the BB-8. Yeah. So they never, they don't ever say Poe, and it doesn't look a hundred percent like Poe, but I assume that's who it was. So it looks like Poe Dameron has stopped at some sort of almost like it looks like it's a bunch of mini stories, but in the first one that they're kind of showing us, it looks like he's at some sort of like generic like Disney-fied hotel for Star Wars, and that looks yeah. kind of funny to me. It looks like a like a used Jedi temple that they made into a hotel. <laughs> that they made into like a, like a Disney hotel. And it looks pretty silly. And then um, it, it looks almost like it's a short anthology of like little short scary stories for the kids. And it looks silly, but it's hard to tell. Like last time they put out one of these movies, remember they did the Christmas special? Yeah. And I felt like they gave us all the best jokes in the trailer. Yeah. I'm hoping that's not the case with this one. I think for me, when I watched it, I'm like, this is like Star Wars What If. Oh, yeah, it is like Star Wars What If. And I kind of like the way these Lego movies always look. Like, even though they're they're meant for kids, I just enjoy the animation style. It's, it's yeah. easy and kind of fun. Yeah, and they make fun of themselves. Yeah, and they totally make fun of themselves. And I really like that they sprinkle in humor that only adults would get because they have that very end scene that's from The Shining, you know, the here's Johnny yeah. scene. 
and they do here's whatever the guy's number is. Yeah. Two five eight four three two one. Is that it? Did you no. just rattle it off perfect? No, I just oh. ran. You could have told me it was, and I would have been totally amazed. Yeah. What is what is the clones call those guys? Uh yeah, what do they call them? They have like a derogatory nickname for them. Yeah. Damn, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, give I'm, you not, myself. I'm not good enough. But uh, that part, I, I like that kind of stuff. When that's a joke that as a grown up, we have all seen The Shining, we'll yeah. laugh. But like the six year old who's never seen The Shining won't get it, but they'll still think it's funny because it's a yeah. robot shoving its head through the door. Yeah, they'll still laugh their butt off for sure. Yeah, they'll still laugh. They'll still laugh. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'll watch it as a grown ass man who is bald and grain. Uh, I'll watch that on uh, Disney Plus. Uh, I think that we should right now maybe cover because we're in the Disney realm our reviews of Shang Chi because we've both seen it. It's been a bit. We haven't been able to talk about it, so I think we could give a full on spoiler filled review. So if you haven't seen Shang Chi yet, uh, shame on you. Yes, yes, shame on you. First of all, shame uh, on you. Shame on you. You can skip a little bit, but uh, before you skip, we will tell you that this is a. I thought personally, this is a really good movie. In fact, anybody who follows our Twitter probably saw Ren fawning over it. He really liked it. Yeah, for me, it was 10 out of 10. And then my Asian bias gave it 11 out of 10. <laughs> I thought the bias was giving it the 10 out of 10. It's a great movie. And um, without getting into the spoilers yet, I'll tell you why it wasn't a 10 out of 10 for me. It was still way better than average, way better than Black Widow. So it's by far the best Marvel movie this can year. I, can I guess? Yeah. Because I, I haven't heard your review on, the, yeah, on this yet. I haven't talked to you about it yet. Yeah, so I, I was I, saving it. Yeah. Is it is it the the, the end fight scene? Yes. I my <laughs> my problem with this movie is the third act. Yeah. So uh, for me, uh, if you break it into parts, you have Act One, Act Two, Act Three. All movies have three acts. All plays, everything, right? So Act One, fantastic. I'm with you. Act One is a ten for ten. It's an amazing setup. I really like the introduction of Shang Chi. I like the introduction of Kate or Katie or whatever she's called. I like I like the character development. I like that opening fight scene in the bus. Holy smokes, because we got bits of that in the trailer, and it was even better uh, yeah. in the movie. Uh, the middle scene, uh, the middle act, I give a nine or eight and a half, nine out of ten. I thought it was really good, too. I thought they com- continued to develop the story. They brought in more characters. They started to build to what we're expecting, what's going to happen. And then the third act, the problem I had with the third act is when we're going to get a little spoilery, spoilery, but the third act for me was too much. Like, I really liked how subtle the movie was. I liked, I really liked the villain. You know, his dad being the villain was super good. He's a great actor. It was just enough villain for this movie. And then I felt like Disney felt like they had to give us that big more budget giant action cgi for 20 minute scene that we already at this certain point had defeated the villain and then also there's just more villains and it's all like dragons and monsters and it looked very green screeny to me and i i don't know if they'll go back and try to fix that a little bit but for a movie that just came out the latest movie that they produced i felt like i've seen better special effects from marvel than what they gave us in that third scene in the back of your head, were you expecting him to like grow big to fight him? <laughs> <laughs> no, not all. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, ahead. I have two 
two i i wish this would have happened in that movie okay uh i wish that his uh outfit reveal was would be better okay did you like the outfit or you just didn't like the reveal i didn't like the reveal like okay like when you know when you reveal an outfit like for example uh falcon getting his oh, captain yes. falcon. yeah that mm-hmm. was dope you know this one or the spider-man's whenever he finally oh. gets his new uniform yeah yeah this one you kind of see it when it was folded up and then when you actually see it, he's just running oh <laughs> what i miss guys you know yeah it's like, oh, oh. and then the second the second thing i kind of wish that would happen was like you said the the ending fight scene with the, the big ass monsters yeah i kind of wish that the big monster would have like turned into some kind of human form Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't. So he would have fought that human form like one on one in a smaller scale, so you could see more action. I felt like, yeah, it was. I think they didn't need any of that. Um, the fight with his dad was awesome. It was emotional. I mean, like I said, they'd done a really good job. This that's the one thing I have to give Marvel a lot of credit for versus DC is they develop their villains, and the villains aren't solely motivated to take over the world. I mean, sometimes yeah. that's what they want to do, but they have he, all these. Reasons. He was at first. He's like, I'm bored. <laughs> yeah. And then that, that was unique, right? I hadn't seen that before where here was this guy that just wanted to take over and dominate and then settled down for love and became like a regular Joe, which was really cool. And then, you know, he had that ripped away from him and he became villainous again. And it made sense to me why that would happen. And for um, Shang-Chi and him to go at it was great. And I get all of it. And I just... I didn't need any more than that. And so once they started bringing out the dragons and I felt like they, they needed to make sure the whole village, all these side characters got to get into the fight and Katie could all of a sudden shoot an arrow, like nobody's business. Like she's female Hawkeye and all these different things were happening. It was, it was fine. I mean, I didn't hate it, but it was unnecessary. Yeah. I think for me, my favorite, favorite thing about the movie is the, the fight scenes. Yeah, you you have Simu doing his own stunts, his own like fight choreography, you know, sort of thing. And I hate I hate it when an, an actor and actress can't really fight that good, so they have to cut scenes to or they have to like speak things up or make it look like it's hitting harder, you know, like the yes, like that. or they didn't have the shaky camera. Yeah, yeah. So to make it, you know, allude that you know it's a cool fight scene, but this one's like straight up just old school with Jackie Chan. You know, doing his own stunts, going through small holes and fighting, you know, bamboo sticks and shit like that. It was dope. Yeah, I think that what we learned is that martial arts fits in nicely into the superhero world because that was, you're right, the fight scenes were some of the best we've seen in forever. Yeah. It was yeah, super it, good. It gave me, it gave me goosebumps. Like, cause like I'm a, I'm an old school Jackie Chan, Jet Li, all those Chinese movies, you know, for me, Tony, Tony Leung's been like in my life for, for, forever. And then some of these people that watched Shang Chi, it was like the first time seeing Tony as an yeah. actor, you know. But mm-hmm. but you know, us us our community, we we know them forever. So he's he's like that, a legend in like the Asian community. That's really cool, and he was yeah. a great actor. I mean, yeah. so good. Um, yeah, I liked I liked all of it. And plus, I saw a lot of people trying to act like at least before the movie came out, a lot of people trying to act like. Simu wasn't uh, going to be a strong enough leading man. They didn't have enough personality. And I have to disagree with that 100%. Oh, yeah. He was great. Like, I really liked him. He's honestly, um, he jumped right in there as one of my favorite Marvel heroes. Yeah, me too. Like, Simu is just Simu. And his, 
I don't know why people complain about he don't have enough personality. He's all personality, dude. Like, he's yeah, he, a ma- he's a man of the people. He's relatable. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who you are. You like, I can relate to this guy because he's just a regular guy going about his business. And he's so likable. You know, it's kind of like people often say Ryan Reynolds just plays Ryan Reynolds over and over again. But of course he does. He's so likable. Who doesn't want to hang out with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. And this is the same thing. So why their comedy is a little bit different. Uh, I think that Simu is just as likable as Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He likes it. He's he's like a fanboy, just like you and me, you know? Yep. His, his toys came out. What do you do? He went to Target and bought his own toy, you know? Like, yeah. But if you were, if you were that in that situation, yeah, or me, I would have done the same thing. Like, Hell yeah. Look at this action figure of myself, you know? Absolutely. Awesome. And if you're not following him on social media, you should, because he has a really good social media account. We follow him on our Audio Knots Twitter, and yeah. he's always tweeting really good, funny things. Yeah, my favorite is uh, somebody call him out saying that with all these trailers coming out you practically you know show the whole movie and then he replied back you ain't seen shit <laughs> my favorite callback was when they were uh he's like everybody's acting like the movie was gonna flop and it was like breaking all sorts of records even though it's a pandemic and he's like hit him with some old like eye stock photos like and it said something about look at me enjoying the movie he's doing like one of these like oh, the point you know, like staged yeah. yeah it was great i loved it oh and the, the tweet that i just uh, mentioned that you ain't seen shit he actually went back and replied to his reply like I told you <laughs> after the movie came out. It was freaking hilarious. Yeah, he stuck with it. I love it. He he wanted everybody to know that he's not an experiment and this was going to be a good film. And he's right. It's, it's a great film. Top 10 for sure. Yeah, because, like, you know, we we watched Kim's Convenience. Uh, I watched a lot of mm-hmm. Wong Fu. So Simu's been, you know, I, I've, I've known Simu in the movie or show aspect for a while. And some of these people that and never seen any of that stuff, they're like, oh, who is this guy? He's so new. How's he going to carry? You know, sort of thing like, it's John. I think man. people are so, yeah, people are so used to having the same characters for so long that they forgot that most of these people are in the Marvel Universe are famous because they were in the Marvel Universe. There was only a few of them that came on in the early days that were already really popular actors. You know, who the hell knew who Chris Hemsworth was before Thor? Nobody. Nobody. If you told me yeah, you did, so, you're lying. <laughs> yeah, you you straight up lying. So, yeah, I think that everybody, I, I you gave it 11 out of 10. I'd give it a solid 7.5, 8 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it so much that um, I heard that there was this uh, short that they had made that kind of described the fake Mandarin. And I had never realized that. And I came home and watched it on Disney Plus. Have you heard of this? I heard of it, but I wasn't sure if it was like, it's, like, it's old, right? It's old. It came out with Iron Man 3. Yeah. So they have. It oh, you should watch it. So it's totally worth a watch. It's. 13 minutes long it's called all hail the king and it follows the fake mandarin as he's been arrested he's in jail and everybody still like worships him they think he's super cool and so this documentarian shows up to film him and get his life story but turns out the documentarian guy works for the 10 rings the real 10 rings who now we know better and decides to break him out so he could take him to the real mandarin or whatever they call them in these movies. And so uh, it was just really funny how if you go back and watch a short, it totally ties in with what we get in the movie. Nice. 
I think that tie-in is hilarious, and they did like such a great job to like fill in that hole that that was missing. Yeah, they kind of went back and fixed the mistakes that they made, and he's like, yeah, "They're scared of an orange." <laughs> <laughs> Freaking funny! It was it was really good. Um, I don't have anything really on Netflix. Have you been watching anything on Netflix? Uh, the only thing I've been watching on Netflix is um The Walking Dead because the new season came oh, out. the last season came out. So look at you sticking with The Walking Dead. Good for you. All the way, man, till it's over. Is it any better? Has it improved? No. It's <laughs> ever since uh ever since like after Negan? No, before is during still Negan, in it? He's still in it, but he's kind of like dumb. Yeah, after that whole Negan stuff, it just went downhill. So, yeah, I quit watching it seasons ago. Oh, that one season when they started doing the face stuff, like the close up face. Oh, yeah, the close ups of everybody's faces. After that, it was like they killed the kid. Yeah, yeah. But I'm a committed (laughs) man. So I, 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 I give you props for sticking with it because it doesn't seem good anymore. Uh, over on Hulu, I've actually been watching quite a few things on Hulu. Hulu's been dropping oh, yeah. some some good stuff. Me too. Um, I think both of us have been watching Reservation Dogs. Are you still digging it? Oh, I'm still behind. Oh, you're still behind? Yeah, so I'm not caught up like you. But so far, I, I still dig it, yeah. The last two episodes uh, have been a lot more serious. And so it, it's kind of nice to get that yin and yang between the, the silly comedy side of it, which was what they gave us early on. And then this more serious um, heartfelt side, like we finally learn what happened to the one kid that's been missing and things like that. And it, it gets a little intense for that kind of show. Yeah. Cause they, they, um, they introduced him at the beginning and now they're going back, touching up on him. Yeah, they do a good job of continuing the story that way. And so I still really recommend Reservation Dogs. If you guys aren't watching that, it's a great show on Hulu. Yeah, because I've been watching um, What We Do in the Shadows, season three. So I've been slacking on Res. Yeah, that's fair, though. I mean, at least you're watching Taika because we we did a whole Taika stand broadcast last episode. And I think we're still there. We still love Taika. We should start like a that should be our Patreon thing, like a 20 minute, nothing but hot Taika Watiti talk because he could fill a, a 20 minute episode all day. I know. There's so good. <laughs> so good. Um, I watched a movie on uh, Hulu. We talked about we talked about the trailer. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie itself, but I watched Vacation Friends with John Cena. Did you ever see that? Yeah, I watched that too. Oh, you did! Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, what What did you think? What did you think of Vacation Friends? Um, it was a very predictable movie, but it is it's funny for what it is. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Let's see. I don't know how to describe it. I would be upset if I paid money to see this movie. I wouldn't be upset. I'd be disappointed if I paid money to see this movie in the theater. But as a freebie on a streaming service I already have, yeah. I I liked it enough. It was yeah. funny. Yeah, John it has some good bits. Yeah, John Cena is like over the top in this movie. And sometimes I'm just like, I don't mind it. I almost think this is my favorite type of John Cena. I don't think he should ever try to play serious again because he's kind of a okay actor and he works better in comedy. Yeah, I think, and I think um, 
the whole movie was just uh for me i, I kind of knew it was gonna happen and then it's, it's still fun to see how it happens yeah we I, they did give a lot away in the trailer so if you are interested in vacation friends at all don't watch the trailer because i think you would enjoy it more because they gave away probably 10 of the best jokes in the trailer yeah um i've also been watching uh why the last man not like why the last man but why uh, the letter y the last man we talked about this last time based on the trailer i've seen the first two episodes and what's interesting about it is uh it is it hasn't gotten very good reviews if you look it up on the interwebs uh the reviews have been pretty mediocre i think it has just shy of a 70 which isn't too bad of critics on um, rotten tomatoes but it's well below 50 with the audience and uh honestly i've only seen the first two episodes and in my my humble opinion episode one was good like really good um episode two has been more of a character development episode so i could see where it's a little slow but if it stays slow like some of the people on the interwebs have suggested i can see why they didn't like it but uh, i don't know it's been okay i haven't watched it so i have no opinion on it yeah i would suggest if you're interested at all like if it doesn't torque your interest i would avoid it but if it like if you're like oh I, i'm intrigued to a little, you know some degree i uh, watch at least the first episode because the first episode is just good tv oh um you know uh staying in hulu i yeah. just watched a movie last night i finally oh. watched uh love and monsters oh okay what'd you think i after i was finished i really enjoyed this movie it was like super yeah. cute super like it was pretty funny and it was like a cool adventure like rpg adventure like him being you know, a nerdy kid going out to the wilderness, leveling up, you know, picking up teammates and, you know, going on an yeah. adventure. It was pretty cool. It's a great movie. Yeah, I like that too. Love and Monsters is a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, I actually paid. Remember when that came out? I paid to stream it early on. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a winner. I think if that had been able to come out when it was non-pandemic time, it would have been like a surprise hit in the theaters because I think they would have had the word of mouth where yeah. people said, this, this movie is good. Yeah, because like, uh, what's his face? Maze Runner? Dylan? Howard? Dylan. Dylan something. Yeah, Dylan something. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, his best role is when he plays like the nerdy kid. Yep. Yeah, when he's kind of out of his element and just trying his best. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, the Asian chick in that, that movie that, that's from um, Iron Fist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I want her to play, um, uh, uh, Mandalorian Ren Sabine oh, Ren, yeah, yeah. Sabine Ren. She'd be a great for that character. I want her I really to be like Sabine her. Ren so much. <laughs> I've liked her in almost everything I've seen her in. I haven't always liked the show she's in, like, I didn't like her in the Danny Rand show, but I did like her in Game of Thrones. Yeah, it'd be funny because, like, in, in Iron Fist, she was with uh, the nurse lady. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then if she's in the Mandalorian, she'll be back with her because she's Ahsoka. Oh, and she's, that's right. So they're like they're already had that you know chemistry going on. Maybe uh, what's her face will put in a good word for her and get her cast because that is a good fan cast. I like that. Rosario Dawson. Yes, I did it. Nice. Oh, It'll be perfect. Bring in Disney, all the names. Disney cast Christina, whatever her name is, as to be <laughs> Ren Henrik. 
I don't know. I have no idea. Whatever you say, I believe you. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that's a good movie. Because everybody thinks that they got to get some young girl. Like, you know they're not young, right? <laughs> right. This is further up because even Ahsoka's older now. Yeah, so you, it's like it'd be perfect. Yeah, I agree. Um, I've also been watching on, I have a surprise show that none of us even thought about on Hulu that came out of nowhere and I've really been enjoying it. And it's like, I did not expect to enjoy it as much as I have. And they're releasing it one episode a week and every episode when it's over, I just want more. In fact, I just watched the episode last night. Uh, It's called, it's called only murders in the building. And so only murders in the building is crazy because you know what it's about? A podcast. Murders. It's just what? like us. Yeah. So only murders in the building stars Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. And the, the basic oh. concept of it is they're all fairly wealthy and they live in this kind of uppity, fancy building in New York. Selena Gomez is in her aunt's house. Her aunt's not there and she's renovating her aunt's apartment for her. Martin Short is a former like play director. He directed lots of plays and he's very over the top. And Steve Martin is a former actor. He played like a TV cop on a TV show at one point. And so now all three of them live in this building. Well, in the very first episode, somebody gets killed and they all like they all get kicked out of the building while the police are investigating. And they all happen to end up in the same restaurant where there's only one table and they all sort of recognize each other. They don't know each other, but they all sort of recognize each other from living together in the same building. And they come over and agree that they'll share the table. And Steve Martin's already there and he's listening to a podcast and they realize that they all like the same podcast. So it kind of unites them, even though they're all completely different people. They all like these crime podcasts. And so they get to talking and they say, you know what we should do? We should make a podcast out of this murder and figure out what the hell's going on. It's going to be great TV because you've got a director, an actor, and this one girl who we don't really know yet that has a weird interest in it as well. And it's just really clever. And they're like, okay, we're going to focus on only murders in our building. That's the name of the of the show. And it's like this kind of silly humor. And I forgot how good Steve Martin is as an actor in the chemistry among the three actors is what really makes it kind of stand out. It's like this old school comedy, but it just works so well. And the mystery is just enough to make it feel clever. And I've really enjoyed it. I highly recommend uh, only murders in the building. Even if you don't think it's something you would normally watch, give it a couple episodes. Wow. Hulu bringing the heat. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. So my wife and I, we tune in every time it comes out. Wait, this is a show that you uh, and your wife watches? Together. And both of us like it. Wow. So it's not nerdy like the normal stuff I watch. So yeah. she's into it. Maybe I'll watch it for uh, Selena Gomez. Yeah. Yeah. Selena Gomez has turned out to be a good little actress. And I, I give her credit for being able to stay on the same screen with you know titans like steve martin and martin short and by the way steve martin became an old gray-haired man when i was like 12 and he still Still. looks exactly the same (laughs) yeah he went he went old real early and then just stayed old forever and doesn't ever change it's amazing um over on amazon prime um 
I just have I haven't really been watching anything on Amazon Prime, but I do have a couple of things they've recently released. They've been hinting at turning the the book series Wheel in Time, Wheel of Time, into a TV series, and they finally started putting out the trailers for that. It comes out in November, November nineteenth to be exact, and uh, I'm not sure about this because I'm a little worried that it's going to be like that weird. Um, what was that fairy show that they had that was kind of boring? Carnival Row. Yes, I'm a little worried that it's going to be like that. But I guess, I never read these books, but I guess that the book series is pretty great. Um, what did you think about the Wheel of Time trailer? It looked like another version of Shadow and Bone. Oh, yes, that's a good call too. <laughs> right. And that was kind of boring same, as well. I never even finished same that. Same thing, dude. You have like people using elements as powers like only yep. only these people could do it and then sure enough who's the bad guy the darkness comes in They're like oh, dude. yeah so i don't know that either one of us necessarily recommend this show but i'll probably check it out because you know i watch too much tv um the wheel of time oh i'm gonna watch it for one reason only yeah and that and- is that is daniel henning who's that he's the asian guy in the show you, you kind of see him. And what else has he been in? You might know him as Tadashi in Big Hero 6. Oh, uh, he's Hero's the voice? brother. Yeah. And he's in also like these crime TV shows. And my sister loves him. So. Well, there you go. Gives you a reason to watch. And I'll watch at least, I'll give a few episodes unless it turns out to be boring like Shadow and Bone. Oh, yeah. Also on Amazon, this is kind of cool. They're getting ready to start promoting uh, the new season of The Boys. And um, they've put out on their fictional, you know, they have a uh, Vought, you know, is the bad company in the boys. Vought has its own Twitter account. And so Vought International on Twitter released a new music video by A-Train. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was hilarious. That's played by Jesse T. Usher. And in the video, uh, the Sevens resident speedster performs a new single, Faster. Uh, which also apparently is streaming on Vodify, which I'm assuming is their Spotify, which uh, I thought was, I thought was cool that they went to all the effort to make this fake video. Cause I watched it and I'm like, this is, this is pretty good. Yeah. You shared it on our Twitter too. Yeah. Did you watch, did you watch it? Yeah. It's, it's very it was, good marketing. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. It's genius marketing is what it is. I thought yeah. it was really good. Uh, so good on them. I, I'm already excited for the boys. They don't need to market to me because I'm ready for it. Did you go to Comic-Con to see them? No, we talked about it and I had so many things going on. I didn't have time to, but I really wish I could have. Yeah, I would have gone if it wasn't my sister's birthday weekend. <laughs> but the funniest thing about it is it was uh, Kid Danger's birthday weekend too. So we were doing that stuff. You should have convinced him. Don't you want to go meet Homelander? <laughs> He doesn't. Okay, I'm gonna tell you something that makes me ashamed. He doesn't like the boys. Oh, maybe it's too dark for him. He loves Invincible, but he doesn't like the boys. He said it was boring. I'm like, get the hell out of here. Who is <laughs> who raises kid? <laughs> I failed. I failed as a parent. I failed. Now later on, when no. he turns like you know, 20, each to their own. Yeah, when he turns like 24. Hey, Dad, I rewatched the boys. <laughs> I mean, I figured it'd be perfect. He just turned 16, and I would think that a super violent superhero show would be his thing, but he's just not into it, I guess. I don't know. 
Oh, well. Is there anything on uh, Amazon you want to cover or any other streaming things before we take a break? I think I'm good. All right. So I think this is the perfect time to take a quick break. On the flip side, we're going to give you a handful of tasty trailers and a few really good news jacuzzi stories. We'll see you guys on the flip side. Need affordable graphic design? Visualantidesign.com should be your first stop. High quality work at low, low prices. Perfect for every need from corporate to personal. Visit visualandydesign.com now and request your free quote. And for a limited time, mention Audio Knots for 10% off your first project. And we're back. What's up, everybody? I think it's time for the Tasty Trailers. The Tasty Trailers. Yum, 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 yum. Okay, so my first trailer is actually because we've been so long before we've done this cast that I had to sit in here for like three weeks. <laughs> and it would have been coming soon, and now it's out now. But uh, it's Hollywood's favorite genre, badass lady kicking um, Kate. The movie is just simply called Kate. Uh, what do you think about the Kate trailer? Have you actually, let me stop. Have you seen the movie? No, I haven't. Because like I saw it on Netflix, but then I'm like, what is this? Another Woody Harrelson movie? That dude's in everything. He and is went, in everything. And I went, next. <laughs> I what do you think the of the trailer? Yeah. yeah. What do you think now? Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's like, it's just like all those other movies, you know, badass female lead with like yeah. the name title and they're out for revenge. I feel like I've never seen a genre with so many copycats before. Like, yeah. it's not unusual to have copycat movies, but just like one right after another. Yeah. And, and this stars the one chick from Birds of Prey. The, oh, um, yeah. The arrow lady. I don't know the actress's name, but the only thing I wrote down was Woody Harrelson. And you've already said that. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of funny how like, it's like taking place in like Japan or something. And she goes and just kick the Yakuza's ass or some shit. It's weird. Yeah, I know. It's, it's interesting. I might watch it now that I know that it's already out. I might go ahead and watch it guys. You know, what else am I going to do? And I'll, I'll report back whether Kate is any good. Like now we have like a scale. It's like, is it, um milkshake versus you know whatever the other one where there's been so jolt. many I can't remember. yeah jolt and kate i mean there's so many of these movies atomic blind in fact this one even said it was produced by the atomic blonde peeps so I yeah yeah there's like this one fight scene there i saw they're like huh, huh, you know and it's like oh it looks so cheesy <laughs> And the special effects don't even look good in the trailer. They had like flip over this car that's got like some ground effects and it's like crashing and it'll straight up look like a Grand Theft Auto screen. Yeah. Let us know how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'll watch it. I'll take, I'll take one for the team and I'll watch this one. Uh, my next trailer is Matrix 4. This is a big one. Um, I personally loved Matrix Uno. Uh, I did not even watch. I may have watched the second one and I forgot about it. I disliked it enough that I never even saw the third one. So I don't know if I have to see the other two to enjoy Matrix 4. But it looks to me like they said, let's make a new Matrix, but this time star John Wick. And it looks awesome. So the trailer makes it look awesome, but I have no idea. What did you think about the Matrix trailer? Um, My word of advice is to watch some kind of recap first. Mm. Because I watched the trailer, I'm like, so what happened in the last movie? It's been so yeah, I couldn't long. remember either. And then I'm like, this looks so cheesy. 
So recap us, since you've watched this video, what happened? What was, how did it finish? And why would this make sense now? Oh, no, I didn't watch the recap. That's, that's oh. the thing. <laughs> but I should have watched the recap before I watched this trailer. I think what, that, uh, I think we should do that in our next episode. We should come back and catch everybody up so they know what to expect so they can remember. Yeah, there's like a, did they replace Morpheus with a young Morpheus? Or, I don't know, man. It's like, He's been out of the matrix and then because I thought that it ended him being like like freed or or so I don't know. That's why I need to watch the recap. I, no, it, yeah, I don't just, remember either. It's basically John Wick went to the computer and start like killing people. <laughs> yeah, I mean the special effects look dope. It's got it's got cool music in the trailer. So the trailer itself makes it look cool, but I agree. I mean what was amazing about the original Matrix movie is we hadn't seen some of those effects before. Remember how fucking our minds were blown by the bullet thing? Everybody's like, oh, wow. Yeah. And so now it's kind of like, whatever. We've seen that a thousand times. Yes, yeah, like, I know Kung Fu. He's like, whoosh, and like shanks like Walmart brand Morpheus into the wall. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think they needed this movie, but whatever. I'll watch it. <laughs> Visually, it looks awesome. Content, not so sure. Uh, oh, and it has Neil Patrick Harris. That that alone is almost worth a ticket. Uh, my next trailer is for a big one. We we hinted about this literally last year because we were excited by the amount of star power this last film has. year. Yeah, in fact, this I remember. We talked about this so long ago. It may even be longer than last year. We talked about this so long ago. We were broadcasting from the pool table in my garage. Whoa. Was it Morbius? <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not uh, the Matrix. We're talking about Red Notice. Red Notice oh. stars uh, my favorite, The Rock, my favorite, uh, um, Ryan Reynolds, and my favorite, Gal Gadot. <laughs> It's a trifecta, a man. A trifecta of favorites. So I feel like we're just repeating what we said. Yeah, absolutely. Because these people are all smoking hot, but we have a full trailer now. What do you think of the Red Notice trailer? Well, the first time I saw uh, Ryan Reynolds act with The Rock was mm-hmm. in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. I've never seen that movie. In fact, when you said it just taking all the people from the Fast and the Furious, because we talked about this a little bit offline, I thought to myself, well, I'm not going to correct him, but I don't think Ryan Reynolds has ever been in the Fast and the Furious. But you're telling me he has? Yeah, he he comes in. He's not in the Fast and the Furious. He's in Hobbs and Shaw, which is like a spinoff of a, of a spinoff. Mm. He comes in as an agent for a bit to like, Hey Rock, this is what I need you to do, and they have this whole bit that's pretty funny. Yeah. And so um, this trailer kind of like for me, it kind of continue on their um, the chemistry, and it is hilarious. So you think this movie's gonna be any good, or do you think this is gonna be another Six Underground, which is my biggest fear for it? Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm hoping that it'll be good because of the amount of star power and like how um, it should be funny and. I'm I'm hoping that the story is not going to be like really dumb. That's it. Yeah, because it, it appears as if there's I can't tell if they're a team or two different, but Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot are thieves of some sort, yeah. and The Rock is the guy FBI bro trying to catch them, 
and he catches Ryan Reynolds and maybe he says, Hey, if you help me catch so-and-so we'll reduce your sentence or whatever it is. And so then they have to play the buddy cop thing while chasing a super hot Gal Gadot. Am, am I wrong? Yeah. And then the plot twist is going to be, um, there's even a bigger bad guy and then it's going to be a trio against a bigger bad guy. And it will turn out that the rock works for the bigger bad guy and he'll join them and become a bad guy with them. And the next one will just be the three of them robbing things. Yeah. And then it'd be called the heist part five. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the I'm fast and furious. Yeah. I'm going to watch it because of the, of the, the amount of star power in there. And it's like, how can you not watch it? You know? And if you already have Netflix. Gal, yeah. Yeah. Which half of the world has Netflix, right? So if you already had Netflix, this has to be one of the most expensive Netflix originals ever. Yeah, you got three of the hottest stars right now, and they're all driving like beamers, man. <laughs> yeah, but you're not wrong. These are three of the biggest movie stars. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm, I'll watch it just for that. In one movie. One movie. Red Notice, not Netflix, November 12th. Uh, my next movie is called Moonfall. Moonfall is a theater-only movie. comes out February 4th, so this is next year. But uh, it stars the one, the only, smoking hot, never ages, Halle Berry. And I'll tune in for her, but uh, forgive me if I don't think this is the most ridiculous plot that I've ever seen. What did you think about Moonfall? I actually saw this trailer before Shang Chi, I mean Shang Chi. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was it was part of the trailer that they showed, and then I'm like, this movie looks ridiculous. <laughs> well, it has to just be an end of the world movie, right? You can't prevent from what they've shown us because it appears that the moon is literally crashing into Earth. Moonfall. It's yeah, fun. moon <laughs> fall. Moon's falling. <laughs> yeah, and so. There's no way you get away from this unless they're far enough in the future where they all kind of like rocket out of there at the last minute. But it almost looks like you're just kind of like watching a bunch of dooms, doomed people and trying to see what they're going to do. Yeah, it's like they took that last part of Loki where the, the planets colliding to them and made that into oh, a yeah. whole movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it does have the one and only Michael Pena, which is amazing. I'm all there for him. I mean, it has some names in there, but I'm just like, man, this movie, I don't know, man. Maybe if it comes out on Hulu, I'll watch it. Yeah, it's got uh, Patrick Wilson. It's got the bro uh, from uh, Game of Thrones in it. It's got Kelly Yu, Charlie Plummer, Michael Pena. I mean, that's a good cast for what looks to be an awful movie. The special effects look okay, though. I mean, they don't look too bad. Just the plot just seems so ridiculous. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge Halle Berry fan, too. And mm-hmm. a Kelly Hugh fan, but man, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So, uh, you guys can look forward to Moonfall. Uh, my last trailer could have gone in the Disney Plus section, but I kept it for here because I'm real excited about it. But Disney Plus finally gave us the trailer, a full trailer for Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye debuts on Disney Plus on November 24th. It gives us a little Hawkeye action, gives us a little Kate Bishop action. Uh, what did you think about the Hawkeye trailer? After I watched, I'm like, yo, this is diehard, dude. <laughs> Give me some yes. diehard vibes. I thought the exact same thing because they went heavy on the Christmassy part yeah. of it. And he's getting too old for this and all sorts of things. It is 
Yeah, total diehard vibes. Yeah. And then I thought that Kate Bishop was his daughter, but this is a new character. Yeah, so Kate Bishop is not his daughter. It's just someone else, I guess. And he starts to train her because he seems almost irritated by her, but wants to help her because she's going to take over the mantle of Kate yeah. Bishop or of Hawkeye. Yeah, I have no idea what, what they're doing, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and Disney hasn't really done us wrong yet, so I, I'm ready to watch the Hawkeye. I, I like the one scene when they're in like a car chase and she's shooting arrows and she's kind of he's kind of digging through his bag and he's like, oh, this this one's too dangerous. And he hands her a different one and she fires it off. The car just explodes and she goes, you have an arrow more dangerous than that? Yeah, I love me some uh, Hallie Steinfield. Steinfield? Steinfield? Yes, so. Steinfield. Steinfield. Yeah, yeah you so. do like her. And she's looking extra good these days so uh yeah good call in fact she was recently at the met gala and i don't know if you watched any of this stuff i tell you what i don't know what the hell's going on with the met gala but the outfits these people wear gets more and more ridiculous every damn time and uh there was a lot of weird stuff that looked like it was right out like a batman villain film but Haley Haley steinfeld came looking scorching hot like 10 out of 10 yeah but then <laughs> It didn't even look like her. No, that's why I like yeah. it because I'm not as big of a fan as you are, right? Yeah. You like the way she looks as Kate Bishop. That's your Haley Steinfeld. This Haley Steinfeld looked like a completely different person. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I was well, looking at those photos. I asked my wife, "What the hell is a Matt Gala do? What do you do over there?" <laughs> I have no idea what they do. Is there like I a show it, or a fashion show? Yeah, or it, what is it? It's a charity event. So they all meet at the Met, and the Met is a museum. And so they invite all the rich and famous to this thing, and they all show up in their, used to be, their classiest, fanciest outfits. And then over the last two or three years, it's warped into the weirdest outfit you can drag out of wherever. You're like, freaking little Nas X was dressed like C-3PO. Yeah, dude, freaking golden armor. What the? Yeah, there's some weird shit for sure. And uh, so, yeah, they all show up to raise ways of rareness for something and raise money. And that's what it is. Yeah. Grimes came with a freaking sword. I'm like, what the? A sword made out of an AK-47. I'm like, wow. Okay. Way to go for making a statement. <laughs> you do you. Uh, okay. So let's move on. I think it's time. Time for the news jacuzzi. <laughs> All right, so I got some good stories here. I'm going to get them all open. My first one um, has to do with Nirvana. So this is kind of interesting. Um, oh, I'm a big yeah. Nirvana fan. Nirvana is, when I was growing up and we had MTV, uh, the 80s had given us so much butt rock. And it was so frustrating. You had all these guys, you know, the Motley Crue. Crazy the- hair. The poisons, the skid rows of the world. They all look like a bunch of women with their fluffy hair and makeup. And they sing this screechy, like crap rock music. To me, the 80s was the worst era ever for rock music. Because the 70s, the 60s, they had amazing rock music. And Nirvana came out with Smells Like Teen Spirit. And it was like... And it was... It was eye-opening. I had never seen anything like it. And this was re- the return of good rock and roll. It was alternative to what we had been seeing. And they created an entire new genre based off what they did. 
and they created one of the best albums I'd ever seen. And the Nevermind album was fantastic. Well, the cover of the Nevermind album, as probably many know, had a little baby swimming. He's like reach, reaching out for like a some sort of money, like a dollar bill dollar, or something. Yeah. yeah, like on a hook. And his little baby ween was on the cover. This is back before everybody was all weird about nudity. And uh, it's no big deal. Who hasn't seen a little baby naked? No big deal. And uh, it's been going on forever. So the dude, uh, his name is Spencer Eldon. He's 30 years old now, by the way. Does that make you feel old? Makes me feel old. The baby on the cover of this thing is 30 years old. So he's been profiting off his 15 seconds of fame forever. Homie's been reenacting and taking photographs of himself in this pose like every five years. Yeah, for the entirety of his life, he's been doing it. And so decades later, all of a sudden, homies decided to sue Nirvana, which, by the way, doesn't have their lead singer anymore, but has a super rich, super famous Dave Grohl. For those who don't know, the Foo Fighters lead singer was the drummer of Nirvana. Um, he's decided to sue Nirvana uh, for child pornography. And it's just like, what the heck, guy? I mean, you've uh, kind of missed the boat, I think. I'm going to sue them for child pornography because it's you, you've, it's been so long and you've profited off of it. Why now? That's my question. Yeah, didn't he say it was going to just was missing? It was like mental health and stuff like that. Yeah. Mr. Eldon has suffered permanent harm because of his association with the album, including emotional distress and a lifelong <laughs> A lifelong loss of income earning capacity. What the hell does that even mean? He wasn't I mean, making money off of this. <laughs> like One of his lawyers said he hasn't met anyone who hasn't seen his genitalia. It's a constant reminder that he has no privacy. His privacy is worthless to the world. And I'm like, homie, if people are, if you're worried that your ween looks like a little tiny baby ween, it's cool. You were a little tiny baby. We all know it probably grew. Get over it. <laughs> it's so weird to me that this guy, and he wants, uh, yeah, I mean, he wants a lot of money in this lawsuit. So uh, it'll be interesting to kind of follow up on the story to see. I'm sure it's going to be dismissed because I just think that he's kind of missed the window. of doing it because he it says here he recreated the album's cover for the 10th 17th 20th and 25th anniversaries of it so it's kind of yeah it's funny how like he's complaining that everybody's seen it but you're the one that's showing it to everybody you know like yeah and and i guess what i'd heard doesn't say it in the story but i heard part of it was he was trying to host some sort of event and he wanted Nirvana to give a thumbs up for using their music and the fo- the real photos and all their, their copyrighted stuff. And they, for whatever reason, they said, no, they denied it. And I think that's what happened is he got pissed and said, hey, what the hell? You're going to be mean to me. I'm going to cause some problems for you. I and made I, you. <laughs> the only reason anybody liked this album is because of my little tiny, you know, baby peen. It's like, bro, get over it. The thing is, like, it's it's because the album cover is one of the most memorable ones. That's and from, to... in my opinion, one of the best albums to come out in the last century, couple centuries, because this thing is 
is good. It is a all time classic. It could never get ruined because the lead singer went way too young and it was just, it was a perfect album. And so this guy is a fool for kind of like messing with it. Cause he probably could have continued to make money off of his 15 minutes of fame. No, he, he basically, everybody's just like, you know what? You're going to be canceled. <laughs> yeah. Idiot. Freaking idiot. Uh, moving from the Nirvana baby penis over to a really wealthy rapper recently had a $24 million pink diamond stolen from him. Can you believe that? Didn't we call this when he first like revealed it? <laughs> we in fact did. If you go back, in fact, the nuts, you need to go back in time and see if you can find when we talked about this. So I, if I remember right, and you can tell me if I'm remembering correctly, we said, this is crazy. Little Uzi Vert has implanted a $24 billion diamond into his forehead. His strip looks like our homie vision. Now yeah. you made jokes that someone's going to strip, you know, yank that from him. Just like Thanos. What? Yeah, I know someone totally Thanos him. And so yeah, he got straight ripped out of his head. It says little Uzi. It's a hard one to say. Little, little Uzi. Little Uzi Vert said fans at a music festival. Uh, ripped off the pink diamond that was implanted into his forehead uh, earlier this year. Uh, little Uzi Vert. His real name is Samir Basile Woods. So there's a weird hot tip for everybody. Uh, shared the revolution, uh, revelation while attending the 18th anniversary of Jay-Z's 4040 Club. He told TMZ that the incident happened during a performance of the Rolling Loud Miami 2021, an annual hip-hop festival. He says, I had a show at Rolling Loud and I jumped into the crowd and they kind of just ripped it out. <laughs> Little Uzi 26 said, I still have the diamond, so I feel good. So he was able to recover it, even though someone tried to just yoink it from him. Maybe somebody was just like, you know, putting their hands up, trying to catch him. Oh, shit. No way. You know what? Ian? You're at a little Uzi Vert fan. So, you know, for a fact, when that guy comes body surfing over you, you're like, oh, because every one of those people knows the value of that thing. And it's right there. God, how bad does that hurt? I mean, it's probably just like kind of like glued on. Ripping out. It wasn't. So it's uh, I saw how they did it. It's basically like one of these barbell piercings. Oh, yeah. I would okay. suggest for everybody who's ever seen like the nips, you know, when you get your boobies pierced. It's like that. So they take the forehead skin because we can all kind of like furrow our forehead and they pop the bar through it. And that's how the, the bar was attached to the diamond. Yeah, it'd be like a, a quick, sharp pain. Ouch. Yeah, so it would be probably similar to maybe having someone go like this with a razor on your forehead. You know, like just cut across. Yeah. So sorry, little Uzi. You should have brought a little Uzi with you to protect your diamond. How did, how did, they, how did they, they return it, right? Well, I'm imagining as soon as he realized it, there was probably a lot of really big dudes <laughs> in security that converged on that area until they figured out who had it. No one was nobody leaving. gets out until it's recovered. And then that dude was just probably throw it on the ground. There it is. <laughs> Bro, what they should have done if the guy was a real, real thief, if he was from Red Notice and like a real thief, he would have swallowed it. That's what I would have done. If I would have ripped that thing out, even with Uzi's blood on it, I would have like gulp gul and just swallowed it. Went looking for it later. 24 million bucks. Um, my next story, we teased this last episode a million years ago um, about what the amazing thing that scientists have done with spinach. Uh, 
spinach <laughs> scientists have taught spinach how to send emails it's pretty amazing Wait. have you gotten any emails recently from spinach i haven't it says here that it may sound uh, something out of a futuristic science fiction film, but scientists have managed to engineer spinach plants, which are capable of sending emails through nanotechnology engineers at MIT and in the U S have transformed the spinach into sensors uh, capable of detecting explosive materials. These plants are able to wireless relay information back to the scientists. The spinach roots detect the presence of, nitroaromics in groundwater, a compound that is often found in explosives like landmines. The carbon nanotubes within the plant leaves emit a signal. The signal is read by the infrared camera sending the alert to the scientists. The experiment is part of a wider study to see if they can use plant niobionics to uh, have the plants give them some new abilities. So. Apparently, in the end, the goal is to have them maybe help us with climate change of some sort. Well, I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a weird story, right? The fact that I think that it's not really, they're not like sitting down and writing us like an amazing email about spinach. <laughs> this is what I picture. <laughs> I think the way they've worded it is really weird. I think what it's doing is it's sending some sort of like signal. signal. Yeah. Yeah. And why they talk about guys, I'm sure the signal has been interpreted and shot off in some sort of email. But yeah, it's a really strange thing. It says that plants are very environmentally responsive. Uh, they know what is going on. Oh, they know that there's going to be a drought long before we do. They can detect small changes in properties of soil and water potentially. And if we can tap into those chemical signals, uh, there is a wealth of information we can access. So they'll be able to use plants like spinach to kind of let them know if a climate is changing, if there's going to be a drought before we even realize it's happening. <laughs> I can't imagine all like the beef bros would be like, plant lives matter. <laughs> Go protest all the vegetarians. I, I keep thinking about, you know, because I really like Cuphead, like the the level where he fights all the the, uh, the spinach and the carrots and all those things. I'm like, yeah, these are like just badass spinaches. They're just like singling back, boop, 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 you know, telling us what's happening. Watch out, guys. It's coming for you. Should be one of those. Uh, what is that one game where you, you fight the plants, plants versus zombies? <laughs> yes. I can't remember if there was spinach in there. There probably was. And when I was a kid, I hated spinach. And I think it's partially because all I ever had was canned spinach, which, by the way, is by far the worst kind of spinach. Now I eat spinach all the time, but I eat it raw as like salad, you know, like a normal human being. Canned pre-cooked spinach is straight garbage. It's salty. It's like a loogie and it's disgusting. And the only way my mom could convince me to eat it because she thought I needed to eat this canned spinach for my health <laughs> was to tell me that Popeye the Sailor Man ate spinach and gave him big old muscles and so she was always trying to give me Popeye spinach, which is still gross. Yeah, I like putting spinach in my fruit smoothies. Really? Yeah. You the can't thing, taste it, but you're in, in taking spinach. The uh, the wifey goes kale because, you know, kale is one of those superfoods. And she yeah. claims even though it turns her her, uh, her smoothies green, she says you can't tell. But, yeah, it's uh, the same I, thing. Same thing as spinach. It's it's a, it's a good thing that you're, you're, you're drinking a fruit smoothie. Yeah, so it tastes like a fruit smoothie when you're intaking good stuff. You're getting all those mad nutrients. You can't imagine as you're sucking down that that smoothie. It's like, no, I was about to send an email. 
Spinach um, Lives Matters. Spinach Lives Matters, my friends. My last and final story has to do with an old favorite of when I was a kid. I don't know if these were still popular when you were a Ute, but do you remember Toys R Us? Yeah. Yeah, so Toys R Us closed down all of their locations officially in 2018. So they've been they've been out of business for a while. But guess what? Good news, my friends. Good news no for way. people who like to buy dumb toys and hang them on their walls. Toys R Us is coming back with more than 400 new locations. What the? Yes, Toys R Us is no longer a thing of the past. The beloved store will be returning in 2022. That's next year for anybody keeping count. With more than 400 locations inside of Macy's all around the nation. So they've made a partnership with Macy's to bring it back. So I'm curious on the size. Obviously, um, all the big box stores are hurting. Uh, they, I think they were hurting long before the pandemic, long before COVID. So I think this is a smart move by one of these big chain stores to use a big portion of their building uh, with someone else. They're going to basically share the space. So we're going to get probably what I would consider a quarter of what we used to remember a Toys R Us being. But uh, yeah, they're coming back. I'm excited. And they'll be bringing back the website. Yeah. I'm curious to see, you know, like where in Macy's and what they're going to like, what toys do they choose to put there? I'm curious too. Cause I can't remember if it was Macy's or not. I kind of feel like it might've been, or it could have been Nordstrom's, but one of these big, you know, anchor stores that they usually have in malls um, had FA or Schwartz for a while. Do you remember that at all? Hmm. So FAO Schwartz is a big toy store from the East Coast, the biggest one in New York. And I think there's a big one in Vegas. They opened up small FAO Schwartz, either in Nordstrom's or Macy's. And it was, I think, a similar to what this is. And back then, it was literally, I'd say, a 30 foot by 30 foot square of toys. And that was it. So I hope it's more than that. I hope this feels like a real Toys R Us. Like, I hope they give them at least a quarter of the store. And it's got like aisles and everything, not just a yeah. bunch of like, I just walked past a bunch of shoes and dresses and here's a row of toys. Have you, have you been to Kohl's? I have been to Kohl's. I think it's going to, in my mind, it's kind of like Kohl's where they have a little toy section and that's it. I hope it's more than that. Cause yeah. you know, JC Penney's used to do that as well. A lot of them used to do that. So uh, Macy's though, what's kind of interesting about Macy's, uh, JC Penney's is almost completely out of business. We've seen a lot of the, of the other ones go completely out of business is they've been doing, having like a comeback. They've been doing really well. And so surprisingly Macy's is doing pretty good. So um, I like that they're taking chances and doing something different. So hopefully they don't make the mistake that these other yeah. chains have done and just. All right, man, that's all I've got before we wrap up this bad boy. Is there anything else you want to say before we say goodbye? Um, no, go watch Shang-Chi number one movie two weeks in a row. Let's go. Yeah, it's a it's a blockbuster. And what's cool right now is half the time when you go to the theaters because it's been out for a bit, the theaters aren't even that busy. My theater had six people in it. It was awesome. Yeah, mine was packed. I went on opening night. So <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's the beauty of waiting a little bit. So with that, we will wrap it up. We will bid you all adieu. Everybody have a good one. See you on the flip side. Bye. Only ball guys who play ball guys in movies, okay?